News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. HSE is to be split into six new health regions from next February as part of the long-promised Sloucher Care reforms. Uh, Bernard Gloucester is the CEO of the HSE and the co-chair of the Sloucher Care Programme Board. Uh, Bernard, explain to us what's happening because I think many of our listeners may be saying, my God, Sloucher Care, I'd kind of forgotten about that. I thought maybe it wasn't going to happen. Sure, and I, I think it's important to say, Shane, that the reorganisation and improvement in the structures within the HSE uh, is not something that uh, the public on a day-to-day basis would, would be concerned with, and it's not the defining uh, feature of Slanticare by any means. Um, Slanticare, just, just to go back for a second, Slanticare and the programme for government and, and the government since Slanticare was first published uh, is essentially about moving towards a position of universal health care. Um, and, and that's about providing very affordable and timely access to high quality health care for people. It's, it's, it's as simply defined as that. And there's a huge amount of parts to that, um, cutting costs for patients, abolishing inpatient hospital charges, expansion of GP cards, expansion of free contraception programs and so on, and many, many different component parts. So that, uh, the, the affordability and access to health care uh, is a significant part of what Slanticare is about. Mm. Uh, the next part of what it's about is to, to achieve that. We know from all of the evidence the population is growing, the age profile is substantially changing, uh, the number of people over 85 will triple in uh, the years to come uh, and that's a very welcome improvement uh, Ireland is a leader in life expectancy now uh, across the EU 27 but of course with that comes uh, a need for uh, and a demand for uh, additional and different types of healthcare. And so building capacity is very important. And again, in recent years, uh, you know, uh, uh, the net increase in health service staff since pre the pandemic is about 21,000 extra health professionals. 1,000 beds have come into the system in a period that um, was was unmatched really uh, in the previous t- 10 to 12 years. Um, and, and more importantly, underneath that, behind buildings in terms of what people can't see, uh, there's been a huge expansion in the amount of staff now operating outside the hospital. Okay. Tell us about the regional structure, though. Why, sure. why is that important? Because I sometimes think in Ireland we're great about changing structures. I wonder if we had six structures um, previously, would we now be merging them into one? Why is it important to have these six regional structures? Okay. So, so, and and the point I was getting to is, slant care isn't simpliciter about structures. And if anybody thinks structures of themselves will improve uh, substantially health outcomes for people, they won't. What the structures are about uh, is about how the HSE is organised. And uh, if you look across uh, the country today. Uh, and since the HSE has been organised, there have been a variety of different structures. And um, one of the fundamental criticisms of those structures is they don't line up either geographically or population-wise between all of the health services in the hospital and all of the health services in the community. And if you look at the, the challenge that's quite often reported on your programme and others of people being able to get into hospital and people being able to get out of hospital or indeed being able to avoid going to hospital. Mm. In, in, the integration and the lining up of services is a critical issue. Slanticare report quite rightly called for a proper, not just geographical alignment of those, uh, but also the leadership and management of those. And today we have six hospital groups. 
We have a specialist group for children's hospitals and we have nine community healthcare organisations. So that's 16 operating units that, that simply just don't line up to each other. The purpose of these six regions in Slanta Care is to line up all of those under one management, one leadership and one focus system and also at the same time to reduce the scale and the complexity uh, and the centralisation of the centre of the HSE uh, and that's something I've put on record in the four months I've been in this job. So it's about changing both of those to enable these six regions to now take all of the improvements that are ongoing uh, and maximise those to the benefit of people locally about quick decision making, about the devolved authority to make good, sound, solid decisions in the public interest uh, and most importantly uh, to to avoid that separation of healthcare that has happened for so many years uh, in okay. the Irish Health Service. Uh, it, 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 it's the separation it, between the hospital and the community. It certainly makes sense in theory. In practice, and we were chatting about this in the office be- before the show, one of the big challenges increasingly, uh, not just in Ireland but across the world, is attracting consultants to smaller regional hospitals. Um, and, and, and we've seen uh, we've seen in the last week, in fact, if you want to talk about CAMS, we've seen the difficulty uh, sure. the HSE has had to get consultants. I and mean, we hear of consultants being flown in from Dubai, uh, for example, to, to treat patients. Will this structure make it more, it make it easier to attract consultants to regional hospitals around the, 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 the country? Will it help in that? So two, two things um, would, would certainly be suggestive of improvement in terms of attracting uh, and retaining consultants and many other staff. Consultants operate now in multidisciplinary teams in every uh, part of the health and social care system. Uh, so the first thing uh, that's critical to uh, attracting consultants and part of Sloan Care uh, is the public-only consultant contract, which was uh, announced and approved by the Minister earlier this year and is currently the subject of an international recruitment campaign. Uh, and we certainly believe that incrementally we're going to attract and retain more consultants. You uh, think, because I, I, I think it's underwhelmed uh, would be the reaction from most Irish consultants, I think it's fair to say. Underwhelmed might be might be a phrase some people would use, but the the expectation that all existing consultants were going to switch over to that was certainly not an expectation we would okay. have, uh, create Fair. or bought into. But but leaving that aside, leaving that aside, um, uh, what these regions uh, will do is because they will bring together all of the services under literally one decision making function uh, and one process. Uh, it will make those um, uh, regions more effective in terms of their local population. So while I might determine what the national priority of policy is, the adaptation of that locally, uh, fit for be it rural or urban uh, context and so on, also uh, the increasing prevalence we have now in relationships between the health service, academia and research, all of those mm. uh, are things that are important to health professionals uh, and to attracting and retaining them. Like So far this year, um, when, when people talk about staffing in the Irish Health Service, the net growth the net growth, no, not the not the recruitment growth, but the net growth uh, of our health and social care staffing since the start of this year alone is three thousand six hundred and fifty. No, I, I accept that, but there's also a lot of consultants posted that are, that are absent. And I suppose my my blunt question, and maybe it's too blunt, and maybe it's too simplistic a question, like will. Uh, this structure help, for example, we see the lack of staffing in, in CAMS in, in, in the southwest of the country. Will this help tackle that, do you think? 
it will along with the uh, investment uh, that's being made at higher education level in terms of the capacity to train more health professionals because we need more uh, and we're short several hundred staff in a number of different disciplines uh, and we recognise that so so the regions of themselves don't resolve it but what they do is uh, they create an integrated service and structure which is far more attractive for professionals to come and work in okay. uh, and certainly has a greater ability to retain uh, them. Bert, just before we let you go, a couple of very quick things. Are you frustrated? I know you're not responsible for the building of the Children's Hospital of Development. Are you frustrated at the long delays? Uh, because it is obviously something, a service I'm sure you're looking to offer. Are you frustrated by how slow the whole process is? Well, look, we're, we're a significant partner uh, in the Children's Hospital. And what, what I would say is that the Paediatric Hospital Development Board, which was set up in the public interest to oversee the building on behalf of the state, they've now received a programme of works from BAM, which had been waited for uh, uh, quite a while. Uh, they need time to assess that programme. This is a very, very, very complex um, piece of infrastructure. Uh, and so the details of that programme aren't going to be um, available, I guess, until after the summer period when they've had time to do that. I've been out to the site, uh, I've seen it and uh, yes, the frustration is is absolutely there and I'd be the first to say that and I'm sure I share that with many people but can I also say uh, that having been out there, having gone through the plans, having seen the progress uh, and spoken to uh, the, lead, the lead clinicians uh, who are working in the development yeah. of the project, this will be one of the best okay. children's hospitals ever in the world. And, and I It think, would certainly uh, want to be let's, for let's just two billion for quid. But, uh, uh, just very briefly before you go, it's Pascal Donoghue right when he says large budget overspends in health that happen every year cannot uh, continue? He's, he's absolutely right to be concerned about that. The investment has been uh, substantial, but there are factors uh, associated with that, some of which are in the control of the HSE, in which I am changing and intend to change, and others which are beyond the control of the HSE, uh, like health inflation uh, and like the extra demand which we're responding to in the current year. It's outstripped all projections. So those two factors I can't control, but the efficiencies with how we use what we have, I certainly can. I, I just wonder, uh, can, can, can you have slanting hair and not have increased uh, sharply increased health spending we've already had sharply increased health spending so that has enabled what's been done in salon care already and will continue to do so okay Bernard Gloucester chief executive officer of the HSE co-chair of the salon care program board thank you for talking to news talk breakfast news talk breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with air weekday mornings at seven on news talk